listening to Impact Sports Radio, and this is Warning Track with your host, Zach Swearad. Hey guys, welcome back. A much, uh, much awaited debut, not a debut, but a re-debut of uh, the Warning Track here with your host, Zach. And uh, as always, my co-host, Brett Cass. Brett, long time. No see. How's it going? Yeah, it's going pretty good. Been a real long time. Uh, you know, we got some, you know, we're working, both of us, so uh, it's tough to get in the studio, but when we do, uh, you know, it, it's pretty good to be back. <laughs> it is good to be back. No, we had an interview with uh, Coach Jake Boss um, last week that was really good. Mm-hmm. Hearing some hindsight about next year, a little, about, little bit about what happened in the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's exciting stuff for Michigan State right now, but... Um, Summer's going good, work's going good and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's That's going good. great. I'm living at home, so it's you know, yeah. always good to be back in East Lansing. That is sure. good, yeah, <laughs> having your mom make you meals and everything. That's yeah. good, man. Lucky you. Um, but, yeah, guys, so today we're going to talk a little bit about, um, obviously recap a little bit about you know what's happened since we last spoke to you um, and then look forward to next year because even though it is July, it is July 20th, school's almost a month away. So school's starting up pretty soon. Um, and we got we got to prep for this upcoming year. I got a lot of exciting stuff happening, and Coach Boss talked a little bit about that. So we'll start with uh, obviously the draft. So we haven't talked to you guys in a little bit about that, but two players from Michigan State getting drafted: Joel Fisher, Jimmy Pickens. What do you mm-hmm. think about that? Good. I was kind of hoping for more. I was surprised. You know, maybe we can talk about that later. Right. Surprised Blaze Salter didn't get picked up by somewhere. But um, you know, I know I know Jimmy. Uh, I think he was a little bit. Disappointed not to be picked in the top 10, mm-hmm. um, but he ended up going to the Reds, um, right. and I think he's pretty happy. You know, it's always happy to be p- uh, picked in the majors and stuff, so mm-hmm. so he's gone. He's gone from us, and then uh, who was the other one? We were... Yeah, the other guy that left was Joel Fisher. Joel, uh, yeah, it was right. Fisher, yeah, but he was a senior, so. Right, right. Right, right. But uh, those were those were expected, and, you know, like, like we said, so we do have an interview from Coach Boss we'll drop for you guys a little bit later here, um, and Coach does speak a little bit about that, you know, with Fisher and – Pickens leaving, and then obviously Salter and Van Vossen was another surprising one that actually he thought it sounded like he was more surprised about Van Vossen not going than, than Salter. He had a good year, so Van Vossen had a great yeah. year, and especially his performance in the Big Ten Championship, despite the very controversial closing out game against Indiana. Mm, yeah. um, but <laughs> aside from that, he pitched great. You know, he was the Big Ten leader in strikeouts. Um, he had a great year, but it's exciting for us because you know I know Coach and the players are probably upset. But we get our two, arguably two of our best players back. Yeah, and Boston and, and Salter. Uh, yeah. yeah, and if you look at it, I would, I would agree, I would um, argue that the loss of a pitcher is a lot more than one position player. So right. if we thought that Van Boston was going to leave. You know, he's coming back, but Allman's gone, and that's yeah, another big. That's thing. another surprising thing. Exactly. That's a big blow to the team. But well, it's a it's a huge blow. Right. It's huge, and obviously it's tough because everybody's pretty unsure about what his reasons are. Um, obviously, Allman, it's kind of well-known knowledge that he's a good kid and everything. He's got his head on straight. So I don't think it's anything, um, you know, legal-wise. Right, yeah. exactly. But it is disappointing because, you know, I, we would be watching some of those series when he'd have Van Vossen and Allman going, and they'd be like, all right, so anybody can win this game three. Like, we were just yeah. we're on fire. Yeah, if we would have had uh, Allman still here, mm-hmm. then um, Michigan State would have had Van Vossen, Allman, and View. And View, and that's three main legit, guys still, yeah. yeah. But a little bit, and I spoke to Coach about this too, um, even though we lost, we were prepared to lose somebody because in our minds before the draft, we thought, all right, Van Vossen's going to leave. We'll have Allman back. We'll have Cam View. And then I think Masevich is the one to step up in that third mm-hmm. starting position for next is year. Is starter, do you think? Yeah, I think so. Based on his performance in the Big Ten tournament, mm-hmm. I think he pitched really well. Yeah. And he was slotted into, he was, before the season started last year, 
he was slotted to be that third starter before View. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think you're right about that. Right. Yeah. Right. I and think he did such a great role as a reliever, though. So you don't want to deplete your bullpen. But I mean, you don't want to deplete the bullpen. That's true. But I think a lot of like last year we talked a lot about on air uh, with you guys. What's up? But we talked a lot about um, you know how we were a really young team, and I think that last year was really beneficial. I spoke pretty much every time I talked to you guys. It was about you know I think next year's our year, so this upcoming year. And I really think, like, with those guys leaving and everything, I think based on leadership and then based on some of these guys having to step up, I think the Spartans will be much more improved being now more of a veteran club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense, especially, you know, as, as bad as it is for Blaze not uh, leaving, right. going, you know, getting drafted. It's kind of good for uh, Michigan State having, you know, he, I assume he's a captain. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's going to be a senior now, correct? Right. So he's going to be an old guy. He's going to be here for a while. You know, this well, is a... Uh, well, and it's um, another big thing, and we're kind of jumping into a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about with Coach Boss, but that's fine. That's mainly what this whole conversation's about. But a big thing is, too, and Coach talked a little bit about this. We talked about this um, prior to the draft, but it's that whole junior year in college baseball. So we talked about as a junior in college baseball heading into the draft, you have the most leverage out mm-hmm. of anybody. You know, being able, well, I got another year so I can sign with somebody else, so you better draft me now high. Being Blaze Salter, he's in like a contract year. So you think in every single sport, you know, guys that are in contract years, they perform the best. Mm-hmm. So Salter, who didn't get picked, who's now a senior, I think he's a, a ton to prove. Mm-hmm. And I think same with Van Voss. And I think Van Vossen's got a chip on his shoulder. And with that guy, our ace, who has a chip on his shoulder now, he might be an even more improved. I think that that's scary. That's good for us. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, Blaze Salter and Van Vossen are playing for a major league contract. So, right. you know, if, if they're going to be playing better that way and uh... – those two seniors, he'll be senior too. Van Vossen, correct? Van Vossen's going to be a junior actually. He's going to be junior. He was, oh, he's going to be no. He's going to be all right. Yeah. So Van Vossen's going to come in as a senior next year. Yeah. Sorry, sorry about the confusion there. But he'll come in as a senior next year. So Salter will be a senior. Uh, Van Vossen will be a senior. View's going to be a sophomore. Um, and I think I think it's exciting. I really do. With him at the top of the rotation as a senior, him and Salter have a ton to prove. And then leadership on top of that, leadership's huge because that's something we really talked about last year was this this you know absence of leadership in the dugout and you know coach coach talked a little bit about after some of the games you know the Spartans really couldn't you know we couldn't group some of these nine airs eight airs in one of the games yeah. against the central, central games they just right. fell apart it was disgusting but i think with those guys coming back i think really leadership is one of the biggest things and i think they'll hopefully fill mm-hmm. that hole and when coach was talking too uh, after i believe it was one of the central games we had asked him and he always stressed the leadership thing but when the one time he said it uh, we we're like, who is someone that's stepping up? And he's like, well, it's not enough, but one guy is Van Vossen. Mm-hmm. And that guy's not, well, he wasn't even starting that game. Right. So to have him back as a vocal leader, and uh, hopefully Blaze Salter can be a vocal leader. Yeah. Um, you got two big guys that are very, very influential in the dugout. Big guys, literally, too. Van Vossen's <laughs> 6'4, and Salter's huge. But another thing is, too, especially like the performance in the Big Ten tournament was huge. Because aside from just that being exciting for us to watch as like fans and as analysts, I think it was very important for some of these guys on Michigan State to look at themselves and say, do like a self um, synopsis or whatever, take a look at themselves and say, you know what, we're, we can compete with these guys. So Nebraska and Indiana, you know, they're not that far ahead of us. And I think that was really important because I think next year we will be, um, I'm not going to, we're not going to do big predictions yet, but I think, <laughs> I think we'll be a top three, top three team for sure. In like the Big Ten you're saying? I'm saying for sure, yeah, just based on how we performed at the Big Ten tournament. Um, and I know we lost a few guys, but you always expect people to step up. Um, but I definitely am looking forward to next year. Yeah, I definitely can see Michigan State getting better next year. But 
where will Indiana be next year? Where will those other teams be? Are they going to get better right. as well? Well, the good thing is that Indiana lost their two um, t- their two best players in Kyle Schwarber and Sam Travis. Um, Schwarber actually was very surprising. He was the fourth overall pick by the Cubs. Really? He was a fourth overall pick. And actually, going, oh, no, you're not a Cubs fan. You're a no, White I'm a White Sox, Sox fan. fan. I, was yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was happy about that because Schwarber was slotted to go like mid-first mid round, mid-late first round. So they took him pretty soon, but Schwarber's a stud, and he's been playing really well. Um, you know, in the minors for the Cubs so far. But, yeah, I was a little surprised by that. But Travis went to, um, I believe he went to the Red Sox. Um, and, you know, he's he was their best player. He won Big Ten Player of the Year MVP. But, um, yeah, I think they'll take a step down, even though they're always loaded recruiting-wise. And speaking of recruiting, Michigan State's doing pretty good recruiting-wise as well. Yeah, We've got um, Detroit Player of the Year, Zach McGuire, who signed recently from Sterling Heights. Stevenson. Stevenson, right. And then um, we signed the other player was Corey Young, who is a Michigan Player of the Year. He's a shortstop, actually. So we're doing pretty good. We got some good guys of our own, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, pretty exciting. Okay, we will now play the uh, Coach Boss interview, even though we pretty much talked about most of the stuff yeah. um, that he's going to talk about in that. But we'll just give you a little little prep so you know what you're talking about. Um, we're going to drop it right now. This happened last week. Um, here we go. Okay, we're here with Coach Jake Boss now for the Michigan State Spartans baseball team. Uh, Coach is enjoying a nice, well-deserved um, offseason after the uh, the Big Ten championship they went through. Uh, Coach, how you doing this summer? Yeah, doing well. Doing well, Zach. We're, uh, you know, it's a busy summer. A lot of times the summer is more, more uh, busy than the spring with all the recruiting that goes on. But it's uh, it's part of the job. So it's it, things are good, though. <laughs> no, that's good. And you're doing a great uh, great job, Coach. You know, we appreciate all the work you've done this past year. And uh, recruiting's turning out pretty well right now. You said you were on the road with your dad, actually. So you guys are doing a pretty good job. Well, yeah, you know, it's uh, you know, that's the biggest part of the of the uh, the job. You know, you can't win unless you have good players, and so, uh, you know, it's a big part of the summer and what we do. But uh, you know, like I said, my dad always no longer coaching with us. Uh, you know, he still still wants to be around the game. We like to spend time together. So, so we try to get out and see as much uh, baseball as we can. And uh, you know, we got some good, exciting kids coming in. So we're we're fired up about it. That's part no, the, as we all are here at Michigan State. You know, Coach, you spoke about the players, uh, guys coming in. A few guys left, actually. And, uh, you know, a few guys that were expected to go, a few guys weren't. Uh, obviously, you know, Jimmy and both um, both jo- Fisher left the team. What do you think about them, their positions getting drafted this year? Well, you know, obviously very happy for those guys. I think, uh, you know, uh, Joel has worked hard for four years now, and, uh, you know, we're certainly going to miss him, but uh, – uh, you know, he's, he certainly deserves the opportunity to play pro ball, and he's playing really well right now. And uh, um, so, you know, we're excited for him. And Jimmy, you know, along the same lines as, a, you know, in college baseball, after your junior year, you know, you have a pretty good opportunity if, you, if you're a good player. And Got all the Jimmy, leverage, Jimmy right? He certainly is that. So he's, uh, you know, he's going to go out, and I'm sure uh, we're hoping that both of those guys have long pro careers. Right. No, as we all are too, Coach. And uh, weird expectation, you know, we all thought, you know, obviously, um, you know, Salter, we thought Van Vossen would have opportunities to get drafted. Could you speak a little bit about that, that they uh, that they weren't? Obviously, you're excited that they're coming back for another year, but. Well, yeah, you know, obviously, we're excited to have them back, but I was a little surprised, you know, to be honest with you as well. Right. I thought both those guys were, uh, uh, you know, were worthy of playing pro baseball. And, um, you know, I think the, the fact that, you know, Blaze, um, you know, needs to get a little bit better behind the plate and defensively. I think that, uh, you know, that kind of hurt his draft stock a little bit. And I think he knows what he needs to do to get better and what to work. 
And yeah. uh, you know, the thing with Nick was uh, was very surprising. We were uh, we were all kind of surprised by that. I thought he had a chance to go fairly high in the draft, actually. And might have been one of those things where after a certain round, um, you know, scouts and, and GMs might have thought he might not have been uh, signable. Um, and uh, and that's too bad. But you know, he's having a good summer, and you know, we're certainly. Uh, Happy to have him back. I think both those guys will come back uh, in the fall with a bit of a chip on their shoulder with something to prove, right. which is a good thing. Yeah, and not just helping themselves, but hopefully they'll help the team too with that extra motivation. Um, another, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, another interesting uh, departure was um, was Justin Allman. Um, what could he speak to a little bit about that? It was a bit of an unknown about why he why he left and his reasons behind that. Well, yeah, you know, Justin is Justin's a good kid. I think first and foremost, and as far as reasons are concerned, I think. Uh, you know, that's something that I, I probably it wouldn't be appropriate for me to comment on. I think, uh, you know, Justin should speak on that. But, um, you know, like I said, Justin's a good kid, and we wish him the best. And, uh, you know, hopefully he uh, he's able to continue his baseball career. Um, and, uh, you know, again, I, I think some guys that uh, that we've got coming in are, are going to be able to uh, to pick up kind of where we left off right. uh, a year ago. So, I, I, you know, we're excited about it. But the good thing is we were prepared for that. You know, even as us, we thought, you know, Van Vossen might have left. But obviously with the um, the great performance by VU, obviously the, the end of the season, and then obviously in the Big Ten tournament, and then even guys like Masevich really stepping up um, in some of those games at the end is really encouraging. So we have guys that will definitely step up for uh, for the Spartans this, this upcoming year. You know, Zach, we really do. I think the, uh, you know, the, the stable of pitchers, I guess, so to speak, is, is pretty deep. And, um, you know, we're uh, – you know, we're excited about a lot of the guys that, that are coming back and, you know, with the uh, addition of, like I said, of some of those freshmen and, right. you know, guys like Cam returning and, and people like that. I think it's something that is, uh, um, you know, there's a chance to be some uh, some real special arms in East Lansing in the next couple of years. So I I couldn't agree more, Coach. One, one or two quick more questions. Um, I think just as an analyst, you know, speaking with you last year, um, you know, taking a look at the team, I think one of the things, you know, Michigan State was lacking was a true leadership presence. Um, obviously leaving, you know, we had one senior on the team last year, one senior that started, um, in Fisher. How do you think his, his departure and then some of the other guys staying, you know, like you mentioned, um, of a Mick Van Voss and a Blaze Salt, they're really having to step up, prove themselves this year. Do you think there'll be more of a leadership presence with obviously a more of a veteran club this year? What do you, what do you expect? Well, you know, I think so, Zach. I think, uh, you know, it's, it was tough, I think for Joel and, and Joel Fisher was our, was our catcher last year and, and uh, one of our captains and certainly a very good leader. And, uh, um, you know, it's, it's tough for one guy to do it all, though. Exactly. And, you know, with those guys that are coming back, uh, you know, I think you watch guys like Blaze Salter and guys like Nick Van Vossen really grow uh, throughout the course of the year and uh, really kind of assume some of those leadership roles as, uh, as the year progressed. And, uh, you know, when we got to the tournament, I thought – as a team, we were at we were at our best, and we played our best baseball at, no the, doubt. at that juncture of the year. And no doubt. I think a lot of that is because some of those younger guys started to assume more leadership roles, kind of give Joel a little bit of a, a you know help there in that regard. And I think that was uh, you know a big part of our success at the end. So you know, hopefully that'll continue. I think these guys are having good summers and and right now, and um, they're keeping in the con- in contact with a lot with each other. And uh, you know, I think they're going to be ready to go come fall baseball. That's good. I know a lot of people on campus and us in the studio right now are pretty excited after watching you guys uh, really take flight in that Big Ten tournament. But, uh, Coach, you know, we, we always appreciate your taking the time to speak with us, um, even out of your busy schedule playing golf and everything. So uh, we appreciate it again. And uh, any big plans for the rest of the summer? 
Well, you know, a lot of work to be done still, Zach. Like I said, you know, on the recruiting trail, and uh, I'd love to be able to play golf, believe me. But, uh, <laughs> you know, we don't get a whole lot of time to do that. But, you know, a lot of recruiting, and then, uh, you know, our family will get away for, for about a week, uh, you know, take a little vacation and get some family time together. Um, but, you know, school started before we know it. So yeah, we're, uh, we're going to be raring to go. No, you guys deserve that vacation. Well-deserved, well Coach. Again, thank you so much. We appreciate it here. And uh, go green, go white. We'll hopefully see you in the fall. Uh, getting ready for the big, big upcoming baseball season, all right? All right, very good. Thanks, Zach. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. Okay, so that was Coach Boss. Um, like I said, that was pretty much a lot what we briefed you guys on before the interview. But some interesting stuff. You know, his perspective is always good hearing from it. Um, and then our side hearing from it, you know, it's good. So right now him and his dad, um, Jake Boss Sr., are out right now doing some recruiting and stuff um, around the country, and they're doing pretty good. So we talked a little bit about Zach McGuire, um, a little bit about Corey Young. Mm -hmm. And right now I'm just looking at the 2014 Michigan rankings. Michigan has three of the top six players in Michigan recruited already. That's pretty good. That's pretty exciting. Michigan State? Yes. And two of those. Did I say Michigan? You said Michigan. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Michigan State. Yeah, I don't want to get those confused. But (laughs) – so we mentioned Corey Young and then Zach McGuire, but two of the guys in the top six for us are two pitchers, two left-handed pitchers. Michigan State looks at what they have right now being, you know, Cam View, Masavich, a lot of young guys. Coach talked in the interview interview how he you heard a stable of pitchers. You know, we feel pretty confident about our guys on the mound, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And getting those two big guys as recruits, especially, you know, like we were saying, if we want to move uh, Masavich to a starting role, if we can get these guys in the bullpen mm-hmm. somehow or – well, just get him, get him some experience. Like yeah. I know last year, like Walter Borkovich, who pitched well, he he won Big Ten, Big Ten Player of the Year, or not Big Ten Player of the Year, Big Ten Player of the Week a few times yeah. with some of his performances. But that's great experience. Even just getting out in a bullpen role, even starting some of those midweek games against like a like a Siena um, Saints or of Saint Bernard, yeah. right? Just something to get some experience. But I'm excited, and I definitely think it's a good rebuilding thing. Um, some of those recruits definitely, but diving into other stuff that he talked about. Yeah, well, just a quick yeah. thing about the the number of the top. Yeah, but in, in Michigan, man, I like it. Yeah, talking about um, what was interesting to me is that Central Michigan landed the number one recruit in the state. Yes, they did. Because we were talking about Central. I mean, it was obviously we lost to him what, three times. Yeah, <laughs> over three of the season. So <laughs> hopefully this doesn't contribute to yeah. that. But yeah, Central Even, did land the number one prospect in Michigan from West Bloomfield High School, um, and then Michigan, not Michigan State, did pull in the second. And then Vanderbilt had the third from Brother Rice High School, but uh, wait, is that uh, Rubenthal? Yes, it is. I Matt played, Rubenthal. I, used to, I grew up playing. Did you with really? Yeah. How'd you well, do I, against him? I played with Mike Rubenthal. That's his younger brother, actually. Matt. Matt's his younger was brother. Was his brother good, Mike? Uh, yeah, I, he was a pitcher on my team. Um, yeah, Matt's a pitcher. Years. His dad I mean, was our assistant coach. His dad played in the minors too. Actually, look at this. Yeah. Brett's got connections, <laughs> guys. If you want, if you want to know somebody, Brett Brett knows some people. But uh, yeah, it's interesting. So Matt is an infielder and a, and a pitcher as well. So that'll be interesting. If we were to play yeah. Vanderbilt, you should talk to him. Yeah, right. He's lucky, doing really. Lucky yeah, him. From what I've heard, he's he's had an amazing oh, yeah. high school career. And uh, oh well, if you're going yeah. to Vanderbilt, you're you're big time. Yeah. Like I know that Tyler Beatty just went from Vanderbilt in the draft. Who's pretty good, um, but. That's interesting. That's really cool. You're name dropping. I don't know anybody, but <laughs> but um, that's very cool. Yeah, so that's a great point. Bringing up the central land at the top top prospect, but you know, just like football, I like to compare a lot of things. So if you look at just like our football program right now, we don't have the number one at anything. We have a lot of four stars. We have a lot of a lot of three stars. We just accumulate all these blue collar guys and turn them into you know blue chip prospects. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's kind of what our baseball team does, and it's something to look forward to. 
seems like that's what every program at Michigan State does for right. the most part. Right, yeah. Same with basketball, too. Man, it's working out pretty well for us. Um, yeah, you heard Coach talk a little bit about, you know, obviously they were disappointed um, where Jimmy and Fisher, um, you know, leaving. So it's always sad to, to lose those guys. Fisher they were prepared for, but it's tough losing a captain, um, losing a senior like that. Um, obviously a good catcher too. That's tough. A good good defensive defensive catcher. Sorry. Now, does this mean that Blaze Salter is going to be like our full time catcher, or well, do we? I don't know if he. That's a, on that. that's an interesting point, and he he didn't really touch on that. Um, and he did mention that Salter. One of his things that might have hurt his draft stock is the fact that defensively, um, he was lacking a bit. So at behind the plate at first base, he wouldn't um, be drafted as a catcher, right? He would be drafted, he'd be drafted, as drafted probably as a first probably. baseman, okay. right? But I think next year he'll have to play catcher because I think Crow will be at first base still. Is that what he wants, though, too? Because if he's trying to work for a major league contract, he might not want to be playing catcher, which is a position he probably won't be drafted in. I don't think he has any leverage, though. Because as a senior, I don't think it's his right to say. I think it's basically like, all right, well, you're here for your last year. We we need to win. Like I don't, I don't yeah. think it's his job to say, well, I want to move to first base or catcher right. no, I understand. to benefit my draft stock. I'm just wondering if he's happy with that or not happy with that. That's I'm right. sure he prefers playing first base. Catcher's yeah. tough. It shortens your career. Yeah. Um, I definitely would assume that he likes playing first base a lot more. But defensively, Coach really stressed that. He said that was one of his his biggest things. He said he needs to get a little bit better behind the plate, and defensively that kind of hurt his draft stock a little. But, you know, he said he needs to know what he needs to do to get better. Um, but definitely, I think I think if he wants to play, if he wants to have a big role, I think he needs to be a catcher. Like, you want all your best guys out there. Like a big thing if you're looking at like NBA or whatever, um, like certain teams will put guys out of position um, with height wise or anything just to put your best talent on the on the court. Mm-hmm. In this case, yeah, I think Salter he might not be the best catcher, but you know he's really all we got back right. there. Um, I mean, you, you, we saw last year with the middle infield, you know, with Nate Hovis, um, you know, Richardson, a lot of those young guys in those positions. It hurt us, honestly. It really hurt us, you know, and. You can't have guys learning mistakes on the field when we're trying to win games. And I don't think if you stick a young guy behind the plate, um, I think that'll that'll hurt Michigan State defensively yeah. big time. Is, is Speaking of uh, you know, middle infield and stuff, is Richardson back this year as well? Richardson's back this year. Yeah, Nate's, sure. Nate's going to be a sophomore. Hovis is going to be uh, a sophomore. Big Biggest thing with Nate and uh, and Hovis is pretty much offensive. Or Nate is Nate's everything. <laughs> Hovis is a great defensive third baseman, but offensively, it, I mean, it's like a it's a stopgap at the, the end of the lineup, games, right? Yeah. <laughs> and that's tough because the the top of the order for Michigan State it's it's lo- look out like bottom line it's scary. It's Checky back, right? Checky back, Gibson yeah. back, Salter, um, Krill's going to be back. You know, that's a pretty dominant. Gibson had, I think he turned. He had a great end of the year. Last he had a great year. end of the year. Was awesome. right. As soon as they moved him up to the top of the order, he he played great. Yeah. But you know, those four guys that'll be really dominant. Hopefully, hopefully mm-hmm. Krill steps up from for a uh, not as not what they would expect from last year, but. You know, I think if you have those guys, then just the bottom of the order, it's kind of, kind of depressing. Um, you know, especially Hovis down there. Richardson played well towards the middle of the season, but yeah, Hovis has to improve offensively. Nate just has to improve in everywhere. I mean, obviously he's a young guy, it's good he got a lot of experience out there. But I don't know, we got a lot of ifs, ifs, ands, and buts out there. But yeah, so a little bit more about what he talked about. Um, talked a little bit about, you know, Van Vossen and Salter not getting drafted. And me and you thought that if anybody would get drafted, it'd be, you know, obviously Fisher leaving, but then Salter and Van Vossen 100%. Yeah, I was I was very shocked when Salter wasn't picked. Van Vossen, I, I guess I was pretty shocked too. I just hadn't thought as much about it because I just right. assumed. I kind of put 
Salter and Pickens in the same kind of – I lumped them kind of together. It's yeah. like, oh, these two guys are going to be drafted. And then I don't know how Pickens was and Salter wasn't. It was right. very, very shocking to me. But. Right. Well, Coach talked a little bit about, as you guys heard in the interview, that you know it's one of those things that if a guy slides – like we could, I compared it when I was listening to it. Like, okay, in the NBA draft, another analogy, Gary Harris. So Harris was supposed to go you know, top, top 15, top 12. He ended up sliding almost, I think it was like 20th, 19th, 20th. And it's one of those things, you know, Coach mentioned, you know, he doesn't think they're going to be signable. And we saw that the Astros just, they didn't sign their first overall pick from this, this previous draft. And so, you know, for you guys who are confused what happens with that, the Astros will get their first round pick for next year. Um, and he's back. He's back in the, uh, back in the mix for next year. But, um, yeah, so we had Vossen didn't get signed. But obviously for us, I'm happy about that. You know, that's, that's wonderful. Because if we would have lost now, looking at it, if we would have lost Allman and Van Vossen, yikes. We have Cam View as the, our number one starter. Which isn't bad, but... I mean, he's, a little, he's still yeah. got some room for improvement, I think, until he he's the number one starter. But, but, but it's it's exciting for Michigan State, definitely having Van Vossen back. But, yeah, so a little bit, you know, Van Vossen, I think he'll be much improved. There's not much really he can improve on. Um, obviously, getting in t- some of those touch, tough situations. Um, next thing Coach talked about was Justin Allman. So the mysterious leave of Justin Allman he left and like we like we talked about a little bit before the interview um nobody really knows obviously coach knows he's told his inner circle of his family knows Um, he's not playing baseball anywhere he's not playing baseball right now but he has left and coach did hint that he there's a chance he could come play again so I don't think it's an injury thing um I I would assume it's something it's a personal personal issue play again at Michigan State or just just in general, in general, I think I don't. I don't know if he'd come back to Michigan State. Maybe it was an issue at school. I mean, or he something. didn't graduate, correct? No, so I he's mean, dropped I, out of school. Yeah, he was a sophomore. I don't want to speculate at all because I don't want to leak something for all our hundreds of thousands of listeners. I don't want to leak something out. But you know, bottom line, he was a great kid. I heard coach said he was a good kid. I heard a lot of stuff off the field about him. How he was a you know he was a great great role model in the dugout and everything. He was a real solid down to earth guy. But it's always tough losing him, like we said, but we were prepared to lose a starter. It's just tough losing a guy like that. Yeah. It's, and it's, not knowing what happened. Exactly, exactly. And it's tough because you don't want to, you know, rag on the guy for leaving or whatever because right. you just don't know. It's like with a girl. You got no closure. You don't know what's going on. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, moving on, um, another thing we talked a little bit about was um, obviously guys like View and Masevich stepping up in the Big Ten tournament on uh, who's really going to fill that. Uh, those that final pitcher's role, that final pitcher spot, the third in the in the weekend series order, and coach said, you know, they love the stable of pitchers they got. They're deep. They're excited about some of the guys they're bringing back and some of the guys they're bringing in. Um, the two starters, the lefty starters, I mentioned, but uh, you know, he said there's going to be some real special arms in East Lansing for the next couple of years. So it's good. It's exciting stuff. Brett's, a, Brett's, you know, he's a loss for words. He's so excited right now. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> but we're all pretty excited over here in East Lansing. And then one of the last things we talked about was the leadership absence. And we spoke about that, you know, before the interview, before the season, everywhere. That was a big thing, leadership. And, yeah, like you said, I think Van Vossen coming back is huge. Obviously, as an ace, as a senior, uh, with a lot to prove, a chip mm-hmm. on our shoulder. I think that's huge. Yeah. And not only am I looking for those past leaders to come back, but um, I think for Michigan State, they really need some of the guys who – are now, I don't know if they're considered veterans now, but guys like Cam View or someone who stepped up and had a starting role. Ryan or, Crow. Or grow, yeah, getting older a little bit. 
you know, can kind of step into that leadership role and really take re- take responsibility of this team. Oh yeah, and you know, make sure they you know. Well, there's extracts. You would assume that when I heard the leadership issue, it was kind of a surprise to me because you see like guys like Checky and Gibson who are very not polarizing the complete opposite. But very, um, you know, they have outgoing personalities. They're very exciting guys. If you talk to them in interviews, um, they're very exuberant in how they the way they talk, the way they speak. So you think they'd be you know a good leadership guy. So hopefully. Hopefully they step up. Hopefully Curl steps up as a senior. Um, but now it's a, it's completely different because now we have quite a few seniors on the team. So hopefully they'll realize, all right, you know, this is my last chance. You know, we, we need to do some stuff here. But I don't know. I'm, you got to be optimistic about next year. But we're really quick. We're going to wrap it up here pretty soon for you guys. Um, we're going to go through the lineup briefly, and then we're going to go through um, – we're going to have something in store for you coming in the fall. But we'll go through that. Brett, you want to start with the top of the order? All right, so going off the end of last year, we had kind of moved around and put Gibson at two and Checky at one. And I think that's something that, you know, it worked out pretty well from oh, what yeah. I remember. So I think Checky will continue to play, uh, play center field, uh, lead off. Mm-hmm. I think second would be Gibson playing in, in left. left field. Number three, I'm wondering if now Blaze Salter will be a, a fourth hitter or a third hitter. I like him in the three spot. He has to be the three spots just because you yeah. have nobody else to fill that role. I think it'll be Salter three, Krill four. And then the rest Real of the four, order, okay, I like that. The rest of the sense. order is scary, because the rest. Then you got that's Richardson. up for grabs. Let's say okay, mm-hmm. so we have Salter at third, or third hitter playing catcher. I guess yes. we don't entirely know. Um, fourth hitter would be Krill. Krill will be playing first base. Yep. And then then we got Richardson, Hovis, and Nate. I put Hovis last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. At the fifth spot, the fifth hitter is a is a big spot though. That's a pretty it is a big... big spot. And right now, based on what we've seen from last year, I would put Richardson there. Actually, it's a very yeah. Think of how well he did at the end of the year as far as his offensive. Right, uh, he's one of those he's one of those slap hitter kind of guys. So he'll get um, get a few base hits and everything. I'm just looking here, who's going to fill that? Yeah, he did well. At the end. Now thinking of it, he did well. He won a, an award. Was a Big Ten Player of the Year or week or something at the end of the. End of the regular season, he won something. Richardson, he yeah. did, he did well towards the end of the year. Yeah, yeah he so really. I, I could that. see him batting a fifth. The thing yeah. he needs to clean up is his defensive game. Oh yeah, <laughs> I understand the shortstop gets a lot more plays, you know, hit towards his way, so that might uh, you know account for more of his errors. But uh, he had around twenty something errors. Interesting, interesting thing here. We could have one of the fastest lineups in the Big Ten because our, we did last year pretty much too. Well, because right? another starter you're looking at right field, a guy who we saw coming off the bench was Chase Toth, who is an outfielder. Yes, yeah, and he's a really fast guy. Exactly. So if you have, the, obviously Toth's not going to bat top Checky, of the order. Gibson. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty quick. Mm-hmm. We might not be able to, guys, I'm just letting you know, we might not even be able to cover this just because they're so fast. <laughs> <laughs> a surprising um, thing, too, when you don't want to think about it. We are actually losing some speed. Pickens had some speed. He did. He had deceptive speed. guy, he had speed. some speed, yeah. Deceptive speed. Um, but, yeah, he was quick. He could move. And he was a decent right fielder. He knew how to play. He knew how to play that little lip in right field, uh, Cove's field. But, yeah, so Toth, I'm looking at either Toth or Connor Moore might get the start in right field. Um, just you need someone who's familiar with that landscape. For those right. of you who haven't, like, seen it, it kind of, like, goes up into the warning track is, like, up, like, it's like a hill. Mm-hmm. It's very it's very strange. Yeah. If you're not used to it, it's it's tough to make a play out there. Right. Well, Pickens had a decent arm, too, so you need a guy with a good arm. Um, I don't know if Gibson doesn't have the best arm, but, um, yeah, so we'll see next year. That's always fun, seeing, like, position battles. Um, so obviously coming out of right field. Once we get more towards in the season, we'll have some we'll have some of that for you guys. Um, maybe one of these freshmen moves out to the outfield. Um, but that's exciting. And so moving down the order, so I think Toth will. I'm projecting Toth will be the starter in right field. 
Um, he'll be towards the bottom of the order. Put him eight. Hovis nine. Uh, Nate seven. Richardson five six area. Five yeah. Yeah. Five. Wait. So you have Krill at four, and then Richardson five. Yep. Because Richardson's not really a power hitter necessarily, is no. he? No. It's more Krill. Yeah. So then the sixth spot you said was. Johnny Nate Hovis then. Yeah, I like that. Nate and Toth. Yeah. Hovis Nate. Toth, the thing you got to look at the the, the bottom of the lineup there kind of has to step it up though you'd think. Oh yeah, oh to- bottom Toth line. Had, yeah. When he came in, I'm not, he usually came as a pinch runner, so you haven't seen him hit. Well, too the often. biggest areas, the biggest areas for improvement next year would definitely be offensively and yeah. defensively. So I think the the order, like pitching wise, I think we're fine. Well, what Toth is Toth? He even could be above a nine here if he has his speed. Maybe that leads to some extra infield base hits or something. Yeah, yeah. no, a little speed at the bottom of the order. Yeah. But uh, moving along here, so in the fall, we're going to bring to you guys, you know, if you're following, if you're a big follower of Impact Sports, um, you'd notice some of the uh, some of the Spartan playbooks that are being put out there with some of the how-tos. Uh, it's pretty fun, and we wanted to do one for you guys. It's tough right now since Spartan baseball is in the summer. But, uh, they're all we, over the place. They're, yeah, they're everywhere yeah. pretty much. But what we're going to do is we're going to put one up in the fall. Uh, we might even have you guys, we might even put out like a little comment section or a little, you know, poll. What do you guys want to see the most? Um, but we are definitely looking forward to that. Reach out to us if you want to see anything special. Um, we definitely want to get some of your Spartan guys. You can see them off the field. Uh, hopefully, you know, looking forward to some wins. Mm-hmm. But, Brett, that's it. Any any closing comments for the Michigan State Spartan baseball team? Um, You know, I really don't have any. It's kind of, a, I want to say, a downtime. All of them are kind of spread out across, you know, the nation playing their summer ball. So it's hard unless we, uh, you know, we were supplied maybe uh, some some uh, flight tickets or something. We could fly around and, and cover these guys. That'd be but, pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fly around the country for the summer. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Unfortunately, would... it's not in the cards. But uh, unfortunately, it's yeah. not. So, but uh, but yeah, yeah. So that's that, that's that. Um, pretty much, you know, another another thing I was just reading on the roster thing here is um actually assistant coach for the Spartans um left and is now the head coach at Eastern Michigan. So whatever. Really? And that's where Boss uh, started his yes, it uh, is. career, basically, yes, at Eastern it Michigan. Is. He was head coach there for, what, six years about? Around there. Yeah. Mark Van Amidi. Something Ooh. something around there, his last name. But, uh, yeah, so he's leaving. Uh, but, yeah, any last notes? That That's unfortunate. Um, but maybe somebody will step up there. I'm just looking for people to step up, bottom line. Uh, that's pr- that's pretty much it. But yeah, to take control. That's for sure. Got to take control. Leadership, taking control, stepping up. Um, these are all big, big keywords. Hashtag all of those definitely. But uh, good summer. Hopefully, all your guys' summers continue to go well. We will try and put up as much content as we can. But you know, Brett and I are just hitting home runs, playing home run derby, and everything <laughs> all the time. So we can't. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. All right, as always, go green, go white. Michigan State baseball. Brett, thank you, thank you, guys, listening to us, and we'll hear from you soon. Peace out.